0: What's
1: good, Denver? Ice, what's up, everybody? What's good, Denver is a weekly celebration of culture and discovery and fun stuff to do in Denver for kids, couples, singles, and old-timers. I'm Ryan Estes with Tom Woodward Donahue and the Aaron Gordon of podcasting, Troy Higgins. Olivia is on the road and will join us again in February. Today's feature is New Year's, New Goals, Plans, Hopes, Desires, and Fears. We're going to talk about what we're about to get after in 2024. To follow the show, go to kitcaster.com forward slash Denver and subscribe on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. We stream Tuesdays at about 10... I'd say 07 uh, a.m. So come check us out there. Uh, today's sponsor, is Samana Float Center, samanafloat.com. A float center, if, you, if you're unfamiliar, is basically a large tub of water with about 1,000 pounds of Epsom salts melted into the water. So when you get in, you just float. And the idea is to get in there and just relax. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about my goal for this last break, which was uh, non sleep deep rest which is basically you're not asleep, but you're just chilling out. And there's a million different modalities that people use and techniques because really you got to fool yourself sometimes to like not do anything. <laughs> so Samana really provides a, a perfect environment for this. It's, it's incredibly healing. It's incredibly relaxing. It's incredibly uh, stress relieving, but in its own right, it's also just feels great. You know what I mean? It's like the hot tub sometimes could be too hot. You're getting in, you're getting out, it feels good on the bones, but this is just body temperature water, you know, so you can get in there. There's no, the, the, there's no sensation on the skin aside from just like Gentle, the gentle push of the water against your your, your flesh. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm. We love Samana, We love to float. We're floaters, okay? To book your first float, go to Samanafloat.com and, and find a, a good time that works for you. They have They're open pretty much I think 6 a.m to probably 9 pm, something like that. So before work, after work, on your lunch break, go get a float in Samanafloat.com. Our music today, as always is by Troy Higgins. All right, so it's it's January fourth, and honestly, I'm trying to figure out how to make my mouth work again because I have been horizontal, I would say, for at least the last ten days. So we're gonna try and figure out how to come back to work. One thing that uh, Tom, Troy, and I, and Olivia, for that matter, is is the week between Christmas and New Year's, generally speaking, is kind of a, a a, a low time. Now everybody's kind of with their families and friends, maybe traveling a little bit. So we take that time off, and it just becomes this like great time to completely unwind. At least for me, you know, you can still get after it a little bit as far as travel. I did a bunch of stuff with the family, but largely I was like intentional about watching a lot of football. I was intentional about watching the NBA, you know, and just like making sure that to allow you, you know, my brain to kind of like. Um, release a little bit. I think there's a difference in our, in our uh, perspective oftentimes between like the microscopic look where we have this predatory vision of going into something. And usually for me, it's going into glowing rectangles and trying to pull stuff out and put stuff together. And it's like, it's very finite, the tools, but sometimes you got to open up and just put the high beams on, you know, you're, you're driving, you're in the woods, you're going to have to put on the brights you know, so just throw on the brights, let everything come in, as opposed to going into that that field of vision. So that's what I've been doing, and it's been it's been really good. Um, it, it also makes me really. Uh, grateful and excited to come back to work and feel renewed. And we got a new year and like, ah, there's a bunch of forward momentum and it's, 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 it feels really good. So we're going to, we're our feature today, like I talked about, we're going to talk about some of our goals uh, for 2024. We'll talk about highlights from, from this last week. Um, But before we do that, let's do some events. Uh, Tom, you want to kick us off with, with some events?
0: Sure. Absolutely. I can bring us back in. For the new year. So, um, yeah, I I think it's always nice to come back, by the way, and be back at work after a nice long break. And really, I try to do the same thing, just shut down uh, when I'm on break. Um, The the week was such a nice recent period. Absolutely. Yeah, it's such a nice one. And really in podcasting, too, which we all work very deeply in podcasting. It's pretty much we live, breathe, eat, sleep podcasting. Nobody's really doing much on the uh, holiday week. So um, it, it's really nice for us to be able to get that time to reset fully. Um, yeah. So if that's this week, uh, let's start off with some nice. Oh, wait, hold on. I just lost my spot. Let's start off with a nice bingo night. hey. I love bingo.
2: There <laughs> we go. there um, <laughs> we go
0: is super fun. I haven't been to this one, but it's at the Waldshonky, Waldshank Ciders. Waldshank um, it's in Global, and they are doing every Tuesday. It looks like it just started uh, in the new year. So every Tuesday, bingo night at Waldshank Siders. <laughs> Waldshank Ciders. <Sorry. laughs> I can't say <laughs> um, check it out who doesn't need some bingo i think they're starting at 7 30 uh, p.m
2: i've actually never played bingo once in my life oh no it's true something something i need to do you gotta play yeah, some i'm bingo. missing out it sounds like they um yeah
0: i my love for bingo was revived so we had um my grandparents were always playing bingo down in florida when i would visit them and um My grandpa was like the bingo caller, but he would be like falling asleep while calling bingo. So all the (laughs) other old people are yelling at him to wake up or whatever. Um, So we always had fun playing bingo as kids uh, at the retirement communities. But up until recently, hadn't played bingo in like over 10 years until this touring group uh, called the Great Bingo Revival uh, started reviving bingo. And they uh, go around to all the musical music festivals. It's more of like a show, like a comedy act where there's really cool prizes and stuff and really funny things going on all the time. But during that you actually are playing bingo and they're like giving out cards and stuff and you have the blotters and everything. So it's like a, it's like a comedy act, dance routine, DJ set where you're also playing bingo. So that's how, we, that's how I got back into the bingo wave. And they tour everywhere. I just saw them. They were at, they did Meow Wolf uh, last year at some point. Went to go see them there. Oh, that's so, cool.
2: I'm looking at their website now. This definitely looks like it's revived. It is. You know. Bringing it, 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 yeah, bringing it to a new yes, light. check
0: them out on Instagram, the Great Bingo Revival. They are, they are an experience. And they, the prizes are always something that you actually, when, when you're at like a concert or music festival, the prizes are something that you really want. And, uh, it's, it's super fun.
1: Yeah, bingo's kind of like the original pickleball. You know, it's, it's for the nanas and papas, you know, Yeah, making sure they got something to do on a Wednesday. Absolutely. There's plenty of time to get into bingo, Troy. You, you just, you only, it's the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, here.
0: really, it's this, you're <laughs> yeah, not even okay. supposed to be into it yet. But <laughs> us early bloomers are, are getting in there. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: yeah. All right, and then um, second, I got a denver museum of nature and science exhibition it's called wild color um apparently the deal is and i'm definitely going to go check it out because i love the museum of nature and science yeah um the wild color exhibition is going to display the colors of the rainbow and um, I, i think each different room in the exhibit is dedicated to a color of the rainbow and you learn all about um what those colors, what emotions those colors typically um, exhibit in people and then how they come across in nature and, you know, how they're used in different ways in marketing and all this stuff. So you can learn everything about every color if you like that kind of stuff. And apparently it's a very visual and very um, cool, exciting uh, exhibit that they have going on now through April 7th. It's been going on for a few weeks already but um, we didn't mention it yet. So now through April 7th, you can think about going to see wild color exhibition. And then finally um, you got to bring this up because who doesn't want to see Shaq DJ, uh, DJ diesel on Friday, January 5th at mission ballroom. I saw DJ diesel once or twice. I don't know. But last time I saw him was in Belgium at Tomorrowland and he throws down hard. Does he really? Hard dubstep um, in your face craziness. It was absolutely pouring rain This at this time during his set at Tomorrowland. Everyone's completely soaked, but still going super hard for Shaq. And he's just yelling. He's like...
1: We don't care about the brain. You, you, should, <laughs> you should hear his DJ voice.
0: Oh, not
2: bad. He just yells. I, I still think it's so funny that he, he took on an entire DJ. <laughs> yeah, he did. And he's huge too.
0: He's like, good. Like he, obviously, I'm sure people are helping him make the music and stuff.
2: Like I don't think Shaq's producing it, but he. Oh, he has his own actual like releases. He as has well. some
0: songs. Yeah, there'll be like collabs with other dubstep DJs. But mostly, what he does actually, which is pretty cool, is he just posts. He'll just be like, anyone who wants their music promoted, send it to me. And if it's good, he'll play it. And he plays these huge shows and festivals. Like, um, he's really about like just sharing new music. And he actually can mix. Like, it's not. It's you're not just going there to watch Shack <laughs> jump around, but you kind of are. Like, you could see him. from the back of the crowd at Tomorrowland, <laughs> he still looks like a.
1: A, A giant, giant
0: person. Oh, man. He's like towering over the decks. Um, but he's always cool. opening up mosh pits. He he loves the mosh pits.
1: Be like, where's my
0: mosh pit? Be like, <laughs> boy's mosh pit over here. Ladies only mosh pit on this
1: side. Go, go, go. He's, he
0: gets fun. Um, so
1: yeah, if you want to mosh, DJ Diesel, Mission Ballroom, Friday, January 5th. I love it. Yeah, who would have thought that like Shaq would really become like an absolute American institution? He does everything. I think he's like a, a highway patrolman too, like legitimately uh, legitimately like deputized, isn't he? <laughs> I'm sure he like, is. I'm sure he's <laughs> like an honor doctor.
0: <laughs> I'm sure he's a, a police officer, DJ, astronaut,
2: <laughs> yeah. basketball players, established surgeon. <laughs> what was that, Joy? Established, surgeon, established yeah. <laughs> surgeon, totally
1: defense attorney. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's just doing side quests now. That's yeah. what the, the <laughs> I know, say. totally. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Plus, it seems like his like his resting like um, heart rate is probably like twenty. Like he is like one of the most chill dudes you'll ever see on TV ever. You know, you could he's like almost barely audible. His voice is so deep and he speaks so slow. So I I need to see him like at full shack tempo behind the decks going crazy.
0: Definitely. I saw him in, <laughs> in non DJ form recently. There was like uh since the Nuggets won last year, I think that this is why, but the like NBA launch night party or whatever was in Denver this year, and I went over there um to see one of the acts that was performing because it was a whole free event and everything. And they were like broadcasting, you know, the ESPN or whatever the basketball panel, which is, like, Shaq and, like, Charles Barkley and, like, two other dudes um, broadcasting from, like, in the middle of the crowd. They had their whole TV set up. But then um, to get to it, like, you had to walk through the crowd, and Shaq just didn't even, like, wait for the security line to get set up. just starts walking through the people. And so I don't think anyone can really do anything to him. Yeah, <laughs> So totally. I don't think he's worried, but uh-huh. he he's just looking real chill yeah. just walking through the crowd in his,
1: in his suit. Uh, go into film god dang and he's what seven two something like that 300 big, pounds big dude god dang definitely god bless shaquille yeah, o'neal he's not worried
0: about normal sized people doing anything <laughs> bad to him
1: <laughs> yeah i wouldn't even attempt that. can you imagine he would like, i mean i i, I trained jujitsu for Probably almost 15 years, and like, what what are you gonna try and do with some jujitsu on that guy? No, you can't Can't even like fit around his arm. No, he'll just give you his back. He's like, What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do up there with that neck? Yeah, I don't know, man. I give you a massage. Can we be friends now? Just kidding, climb a tree to get to it. (laughs) Nice. Right on, man. Okay. I only got a couple of things because honestly, as I was going through kind of the event calendar, things are pretty chill in January. Did you find that too, Tom? Yeah. Yeah. They they are pretty chill. What I did see a lot of though, and people, if you're
0: down for this, you can just look it up. I didn't even mention them. There was so many. There's a lot of like speed dating going on. (laughs) You see that stuff out there. It's like speed dating and uh, friend making events like. Lots of singles events, so if you're single and looking for events, Denver is full of them this
1: week. Go get it done. Yeah, nice, you guys. You guys both have uh, are in relationships. You could do that speed dating ever? You ever try that? I've never tried it. I feel like it would be a good
0: date no. night though. Go with your date, with your girlfriend or boyfriend <laughs> or partner, to a speed dating event, <laughs> and then like double double speed dating. Yeah, event. yeah. Just go out That'd there cool. to, you know, you're obviously just having fun.
1: Like, yeah, totally. I don't know.
0: Maybe that's wrong to do to people who are actually
1: speed dating, or maybe you fall in love with someone else at real fast. Yeah, you think it's It's got to happen, right? I mean, there's a lot of these events, so people must be hooking up from that. I'm sure. I don't know. It's got to be something. I wonder what type of people are there. It must be a lot of fast talking dudes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: How, how long do you have? Is it like six? Are we talking like 60 seconds or like 10 minutes? Like, what's the time? Zone? I don't know how they work, but I'd be interested. I feel like five on.
1: minutes would be the fastest you should have. Five minutes could be a long time. Yeah. If, if it's really fast, if not, it's bad quick,
2: if it's it could be way too long, five you minutes know? would be
1: really fast. Yeah. It probably self selects, <laughs> though, for people that are social and fun to talk to. I mean, that, that's kind of a fun idea, Tom, actually, just to take your like, partner and be like, all right, we'll meet back here in two hours and share yeah. notes. <laughs> yeah, let's see what's out there. <laughs> that would be fun. Uh, I might be going. We'll see. Nice. <laughs> cool. I got a couple of things. So one, I have uh, learned to ice fish at Staunton State Park, and I love Staunton. Last time I was there, I got caught in like a terrible lightning storm, but I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit scared. I was with the kids and we were there's this like really cool, probably it's like a two or three mile hike. It's not really much, but you can get up in there and there's these ponds where they got all these brookies. It's it's a fun place to fish a little bit. And we were in there and we were just about getting to the pond and this storm that we had kind of seen on the horizon come in and it started cracking lightning in the in the valley approaching us. And and generally speaking, I'm kind of a hunker down kind of guy if it's coming in. It's just like, all right, well, we're gonna get wet, kids. Let's chill. But like it got bad. And so I was like, all right, we're going to make a run for it. And we had to run out of there. Um, but it's a beautiful state park. It's, it's, a, it's a great place to, to go. And they're teaching people how to ice fish. Which I think is so cool. I, I've been saying it for some time that I think you know, once my kids are out of the house, then I'm making the transition from snowboarding to ice fishing. I feel like that mm-hmm. is <laughs> the way you mature in Colorado. You know, once your knees are just like, you know what? I'm, I'm at the point now where I'm like, I really like groomers. You know, I'm I'm down for a, a half day of groomers and nice grab groomer. a couple pints. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait for the kids to get out of the skate park, you know? So, so once I fully graduate to, to ice fishing, I think that's, that's a place for me, you know, largely because also I always have my eye on those big lake trout, you know, the Mackinac, the mighty Mackinac the, the tiger muskie that you can only get really in the deep spots in the middle of the lake. And I'm just not a boat guy. I cannot give in to the tyranny of an isolation of a boat. I don't want to be on a boat. I wanna be able to walk around if I need to. If I stand up and it's shaky, I don't like that. I wanna be in a boat, but <laughs> I want those big fish. And the ice fishing is the way to get it. Nice. So there's a bit of a barrier of entry to to learn how to ice fish. And these folks are making it easy for you. You know, you got to have a certain amount of gear. You got to have a stumpy fishing pole that you can drop down in the hole. You gotta have the auger to make the hole. You have to have some kind of like protection because on the on the ice there's some wind, it's cold. Yeah, you know. Like it's- a tent. Yeah, you got to have nice one of those chair. tents. You know, if you're lucky, you have a heater. You know, you got an iPad to watch the game. Now, you know, maybe they have these like really nice, almost like Lazy Boy looking chairs that you can just oh, chill yeah. in your tent. I've seen those. You put a you put a bell on your your fishing pole. Now you can just take a nap. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: it's
1: yeah, amazing. That's
0: funny. <laughs> my nephews love fishing, so I want to <laughs> get them out here so they can try ice fishing.
1: Yeah, yeah, That'd be cool it's a whole vibe. It's a whole vibe. If you want a really good introduction to ice fishing, there's a great series called Fishing with John. And it's this old series from the eighties. John Lurie is this artist and musician, but he did this great Wisconsin ice fishing show with, uh, Willem Dafoe. It's the most ridiculous thing you've ever seen, but like it's it's really good. It's great. And Staunton, <laughs> Staunton State Park wants to bring ice fishing to everybody else. So go out there. I think all you got to pay is the, the state park fees, which is probably like, I think it's like 18 bucks for the car. So a really cool thing to do. And I think they're doing that on Thursdays and Sundays uh, for the foreseeable future. So go do some ice fishing. <laughs> the other thing on my uh, uh, events calendar this week is the Denver Nuggets. Denver Nuggets are playing the magic on Thursday at home and we've got the Pistons on Sunday um, you know it, uh, watching the nuggets the last couple of weeks they really coming together they've been battling a little bit of injuries here and there and then it was really cool to see Aaron Gordon come come back last night I don't know if you guys uh, caught this story about Aaron Gordon Oh no We're, so they played the Nuggets played one on Christmas Day Aaron Gordon had a double double he played great. But after that, there was some kind of melee at the Gordon home, Gordon family home, that resulted in him getting, I think, 23 stitches on his face and his shooting hand from attacked by a dog. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. I did not. I didn't know yeah. about that. Yeah. So it, there's there's some to this story because they didn't really, they didn't talk about wh- which dog it was. They didn't talk about whose dog. They didn't say anything. Yeah. They're just like, hey. Aaron Gordon is going to be out for the foreseeable future. He's getting, you know, treatments on his hand and his face, oh, which boy. ended up just being stitches. He didn't need like surgeries or anything. And he played last night. And played really well. Was shooting threes and and, and looked fine. But Wait, still played. I thought you said he was going to be out. He was out for a week. So I think he was out long enough to like get the stitches out, but still is a little bit bandaged. You couldn't see in his face, you know, and they weren't zooming in. No one's asking any questions. No one's talking. So it's like, all right, well, maybe I don't need to know anything. But, you know, he did show up to to the game with this gigantic uh, diamond encrusted Cuban link chain with a big bulldog pendant. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Yeah.
2: (laughs) Was that was that? I don't you? know.
1: I have no idea. But I did a little digging and like on his like Instagram, he has a Rottweiler. So there's a picture of him. I believe it was like the day of Christmas or the day before. And there's a Rottweiler and there's like a doodle. It's like one of those poodle mixed dogs. Hmm. Both of them had a suspicious look in their eye. Uh, these dogs, you know. Interesting. So I don't know what happened, but but he's fine. Everything's yeah, cool, and nobody's talking about it, so <laughs> you
0: know like, all right, we'll let it go
1: yeah i i I didn't even hear about that It's That's a lot crazy. of stitches
0: interesting,
2: yeah. yeah, it amazes me how athletes how quickly athletes recover from injuries that would have most everyday people just down for. A lengthy
1: amount of time. No doubt. It sounded like he was yeah. pretty bummed out too, yeah. because the coach was like, "He's like, hey, the physical recovery thing is one thing, but like, you know, there's an emotional kind of like damage that's done when you're attacked by a dog. I don't know if you guys have ever been bit by a dog. Yeah, I got bit once. No. Not too bad, but enough to make it bleed and hurt. It's scary. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I got attacked by a dog when I was a kid, and like to this day, I really don't like dogs because of that. Mm-hmm. That chow." Yeah. you know what I mean so so I don't know man I don't want to speculate but like Aaron Gordon is a very large man he's at least 6'10 there's no way a dog's jumping up into his face that's not true so pro- chances are he's probably in some dog's face you can't do that ladies and gentlemen you want to you want mm-hmm, like to ruffle her face and be like well who's a good boy who's a good boy no that's a yeah. bad idea <laughs>
0: Could have been a dog, dog fight or something. Yeah, it could battle be dog going fight. on that he was trying to separate his dog from another dog and yeah, got some bites in the process.
1: Yeah, you're leaned over. I just imagine. I mean, like he's got to be way leaned over, right? In order, but got to be down. Yeah, maybe it was. Maybe it was a, a dog fight. I don't know. I would like to have some uh, details as those emerge. Mm -hmm. Um, I will update to let you guys know the status of the dog situation with Aaron Gordon, but really happy he's, he's okay. His hand was bandaged up. His shooting
0: hand is good. He was draining. Suck to have your career ended by dog issue. No
1: kidding. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to dovetail this right into highlights from last week. Um, So a couple of things. Again, I talked about non-sleep deep rest. I did a lot of that just as much as I possibly could. The temptation of the laptop, pop it open and look through emails and stuff. I just really didn't. And so, you know, that felt good to stay disciplined and doing nothing, um, which oftentimes can be like the hardest thing to do is nothing, particularly for, you know, ambitious overachievers and, you know, busy people, you know. The, you know, it, particularly if you have a family, I got two teenagers and just their their sports and social lives and, you know, Heidi and, and everything she's got. We have family and, you know, sneaking the week to just chill as hard as possibly can. It was crucial. So that that gave me a lot of uh, opportunities for some screen time and to catch up on some podcasts. So I checked out, speaking of the Nuggets, the Curious Mike podcast, which is Michael Porter Jr.'s podcast. And uh, uh, Mike Porter is is, is uh, an amazing shooter for the Nuggets. But you, you, you think you get to know a guy. You know, you watch him. He's kind of got like a, I would say, a Drake energy. Kind of got the pretty boy. You know, he licks his lips before he talks. He's got a certain <laughs> swagger to him. And yeah. unfortunately, I, I you know, I judge the guy. And I judge the guy inappropriately. After I listen to his podcast, I'm like, wow, this guy... Is, co- is exact opposite than what I thought. He's a very sweet, sincere, earnest person. And the Curious Mike, Mike podcast is absolutely extraordinary. He's got an episode wow. with uh, Nikola Jokic. He's got an episode with Peyton Manning. He's got an episode with uh, Vaughn Miller. He's got all these episodes. It's like 30, 45 minutes. And what he's, he's doing is he's like asking people, hey, man, like, you know aside from basketball, man, what what's up with this life? Like, what do you want to do? Who do you, What kind of person do you want to be? It's like, <laughs> That's cool. yeah, it's really sweet. And uh, like the he spent most of the time in his conversation with, with uh, uh, Peyton Manning being like, how did you meet your wife? Oh, she seems so nice. That's so cool. What's <laughs> up, Riley? And just like, you could tell he's like, really, he's looking for love. And he's having a hard time finding it because honestly, if you're a millionaire and you're six ten, how do you you know his question is like you know the folks that seem to be in successful relationships just married their high school sweetheart but now mm-hmm. once I'm an established superstar how how am I gonna find love <laughs> <It's> Yeah <great. laughs> That's so awesome. he talks to That's Aaron Gordon about that. It's, it's an amazing podcast, the curious Mike podcast. I definitely uh, recommend it for people. Um, the other thing I checked out was uh killers of the flower moon, which is Scorsese's new movie with um, DiCaprio and De Niro. Um, oh, yeah. Have you guys seen that yet? I
0: saw that one. Yeah. I I, I liked yeah. it a lot. I have but, not. I know what, I know what the story is about though.
1: And it sounds really great. Yeah. It's, it's a really good movie, I thought.
2: Yeah, yeah, I thought the same. I, I enjoyed it. It was, I think it was like a three hour movie, but it's one of those where you almost forget that you've been sitting there for three hours because you're just so invested.
1: Totally. Yeah, the characters are like really, really interesting and dynamic, you know, that's there's like kind of a terrible thing that's happening, but there's like these like fun kind of comedic moments. I mean, there's like 20 murders, so <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. not really like a pick-me-up kind of story, um, but it's really well done all the way around, you know? And it's kind of a – it's it's this like post-Old West pre-industrial area time that doesn't get a lot of spotlight. Yeah, it's an
0: interesting time period of that story. M- McKenna was reading the book, though. That's why I know all about it without yeah. seeing the movie, but it sounds like a really unique time period. Like, it, yeah. When like – Gangsters and stuff are popping up in New York City. Like, what was happening over there? You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's a. It was a, just a micro time of like I think it's late late eighteen hundreds, like eighteen nineties to like the nineteen teens. You know, and I read the book too, and the book is a lot more like FBI. It's about the FBI a lot more because mm-hmm. the killers of the Flower Moon was the first murder investigation that was headed up by um, the FBI. Yeah, and so the FBI makes an appearance in the film, but not probably until you're like at two hours or forty five minutes into it. So it's a little bit FBI, but not not as much as the book. But you know the 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 basic setting is like you know after the Osage Indians had been put onto the reservation, they discover oil, and so they they basically lease the land to oil developers and the Osage Indian tribe ends up getting 10% revenue on all this oil that's just pumping out of the ground one of the biggest oil stakes ever found you know and so you have this area in Oklahoma where the the Osage Indians are balling out of control you know they got cars now they got these estates they got cattle ranches they have you know, house cleaners and they have cooks and stuff, you know, so all of their servants are white people and they're like really kind of like flip this whole power dynamic. But of course there's some nefarious characters that are trying to get in on these like stakes for their oil. Anyway, it's a, it's a beautiful movie. And I really feel like the, the tributes they did to their, to the Osage culture is, 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 Extensive and beautiful, you know, the way they yes. wove that in there. So I don't know if people are looking for it. And I, I, Troy, I think it might even be like three and a half hours. It's, it's very long.
2: It's super <laughs> long. Yeah. I remember that was one of the main takeaways I remember.
1: Yeah. Like,
2: I'll, I'll watch anything with Leonardo DiCaprio in it. Though. Yeah. I have a soft spot for that
1: guy, Me too. And in this movie, it's kind of interesting, too, because he's, he doesn't play like his normal, like, sophisticated, like, Savvy, smart guy. He's always like kind of the man, you know, in his movies. He's the man. Mm-hmm. In this, he's like an idiot. He's just kind of like this doofus yeah. goon that is like killing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's really kind of the pawn of his uncle, which is Robert De Niro, who absolutely just kills it. You know. Okay. So Scorsese, whatever he's on, he did that last movie uh for Netflix. Remember, it was like that Irish the Irishman. And that thing was like yeah, six yeah. hours long. So <laughs> Scorsese's like, dude, yeah. I'm Scorsese. I'm a. It's gonna be how long? It's gonna be, and we're like, okay, okay, that's cool, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't tell him how long it's gonna be. No, you don't. So th- that's my highlights from last week. Troy, how about you, buddy?
2: Yeah, um, just taking the time off, taking the week away. Um, I spent two weeks in Maui with my girlfriend's family. It was beautiful. Um, just. A lot of beach time, a lot of relaxation, outdoor stuff, nature, mm. hikes. And uh, it was just a great reset, great way to bring in the new year. And we got back last Wednesday and back in the saddle, ready to kick off the New Year Strong.
0: Awesome. Sounds great. I've always
2: wanted to yeah. go to Hawaii, so I'm super jealous. It's still a goal of mine. Yeah, yeah it's it's awesome it's extremely expensive like if if i didn't have my girlfriend's house to stay at i probably like wouldn't be able to go because like it just housing is so expensive there i mean obviously the hotels if yeah. You stay um, food's extremely expensive over there it's it's really pricey yeah. but if if you can make it over there it's absolutely beautiful it's an Definitely. awesome place did
1: you feel like it was expensive even in comparison to san diego because san diego is not cheap
2: no, it's not. <laughs> like it's a, it's about the same. The only thing that's more expensive there is gas. Yeah. And food, the food there is like crazy expensive because everything's imported. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a loaf of bread at the grocery store is like ten to twelve dollars. Dang. Wow. Yeah, I can imagine them. Yeah. They have to literally ship everything in. So. Like a bag, like a family size bag of Lay's at the grocery store was ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Chips. For like a bag of potato. Wow. Chips, yeah. Are like yeah. tropical fruits cheap? <laughs> yeah. Pineapples. That stuff is, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Of course. Nice. There's trade offs then, of I guess. Yeah. It's like, okay, you can eat you can eat a little more healthy for cheaper. But if you want to be unhealthy and get the lays, then it's gonna it's gonna cost yeah. you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. This, there's the certain local food is is very affordable. Nice. However, I do not recommend um, Eating fish from a food truck because that was something I attempted <laughs> and it ended up very badly. Oh, yeah. I won't name which place, but um, one of our friends there told me after the fact. She's like, "Oh yeah, I saw um, a week ago that the health inspector, you know, took away their oh. certification or whatever for the fish not being stored at the proper." <laughs> oh. oh man, that that makes total sense. <laughs> <laughs> I won't name the place, but yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Maybe avoid ordering fish from a food truck. You'd think that every fish in Hawaii is super fresh, but I guess not. Yeah, it wasn't the case this time. <laughs> cool. I'll, uh, I'll talk about, you, about a
0: highlight. I, my highlight's got to be Closey New Year's show. Um, Closey, for people who don't know, is a tiny French woman base mommy <laughs> that's what they, that's what some people might say but her style is like uh nice. kind of like a almost like ethnically inspired like worldly type sample um bass music and it's just she just absolutely kills it her style is so cool uh similar type of people would probably be like ls dream or like grizz style for the bass um Closie is just on top of the game. The production is crazy. She is awesome. And yeah, I couldn't recommend her more to anyone who has never um, heard any bass music before. This is really cool. And all the like worldly, you know, ethnic style samples are really
1: make it super cool. Did she do anything special for new year's? Did she do confetti cannons or anything?
0: There was like a balloon drop and, a lot of lasers. Yeah. (laughs) So you got lasers getting blasted or sorry, balloons getting blasted by lasers. And they had crowd scanning lasers. Do you know what that is? No, it's a, it's a type of, um, newer, like advanced laser tech that is not really, you don't see it as much because it requires like higher permits and certifications. Like you got to really know what you're doing to do this because you can mess up. But, um, they, you can shoot the, these types of lasers at the crowd, and it doesn't like blow it doesn't their redness. burn your eyeballs out. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, something with the technology of how it fires the lasers, like whatever, like the timing of the beam or whatever. I don't know the strength. They're still super bright and like really strong, but like when it grazes past your eye, it's like nothing. It's just like a normal light. Um, but yeah, th- you don't see those too often. In, in Europe, when I was there, they have them at like every show. But here, it's a lot tougher for them to get huh. approval. But um, yeah, the the people who really know what they're doing are allowed to use them, and it's it just really changes the the atmosphere of the show. It's like you typically your lasers are going over top of you, and like that's it. But when it can actually like fill your full field of vision, it's
1: crazy. Wow. That's cool. Well, it looks like she's got, like, cool. uh, Saturday and Sunday in October at Red Rocks. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, she will definitely sell out
0: Red Rocks in a second. She did the two nights this New Year's weekend, too. She did Saturday and Sunday night. So wow. So the 30th and the 31st admission. She, she
1: lives in Denver. Oh, really?
0: Yes. She's from—I forgot that. Yeah, she's from France, but she lives in Denver. Huh. So this is her home base right now, base capital. Her base base. Yes. Her home base. Nice. For base. Base for base. (laughs) She's a really good. I I would recommend checking it out, even just for a little Spotify session.
1: Uh, Nice, man. Well, let's move to our feature, Tom. And we're going to talk about New Year's resolutions without saying resolutions, because for some reason, the resolution word has become tarnished and tainted. Yeah. Goals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, desires (laughs) (laughs) desires <laughs> <New> <laughs> yeah. years,
0: desires what else what can I say <laughs> desires <laughs> ambitions I don't know Uh you want me to start yeah why don't you go ahead right. Um I got my list here alright so th- I got a, a big January um, set of goals I don't I don't make my goals for like the whole year because I'm just trying to really have a productive January and then try to extend them as long as I can but if I can complete these things for January, then I'm going to be feeling good. So um, did the, I usually do this every year, but just a sober January, like no alcohol, nothing at all. Like we're just sober, getting healthy for the first month of January, taking some time off. Um, and then the new additions this year are groceries only January. So no eating out, no, um, no takeout, nothing like that. Got to save some money. Groceries only, home prepared meals, packed lunches, everything. Um, Planner January. And I talked about the planner that I ordered. And to my surprise, it is a friggin' monster. Look at that thing. bigger than I actually expected. Oh, wow. Let me switch to the. Dude, that's awesome. It's huge. I did not think it was gonna be as big. Hold on, I'm trying to switch the camera. Look at this compared to my head. (laughs)
2: <laughs> like most of my I need to get one of, of those my planners are like
0: this big you know maybe a quarter of this size but I was not expecting dude that's it a lot of like plans this. bro yeah dude there's so much Yeah, you could fit a lot of so plans in planning, there but I don't know if uh, here like try to see this Ryan like we got okay a yeah monthly monthly thing going on here which is nice you get some deadlines oh, but nice. what I really like is these uh, hold on
1: Sorry, it's massive it's got some like prompts like these like dailies so you cool. can have to do lists
0: to do list for the day and then you can check off certain things I don't know if the camera's really getting it but
2: I'm excited No, I could see it, that's cool. cool you can you can track your that's mood
0: awesome. top three tasks of the day your to do lists uh, certain accomplishments you need to finish for the day and they got a bunch of like
1: quotes and stuff. Nice a little Confucius action.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's a the planner is bigger than I thought it was going to be. But um,
2: I know I already asked you, but I, I forget what was the name of the company again that, that oh, does those one? planners. That was the one you told me about, right? Yeah, this one. Well, I
0: um, I sent you like there's different systems that you can use. This one works off of a certain one that's like a to-do list focus system which is what i like but this one is called productivity store planner productivity store yes oh yeah and then you got these um stickers that are for all different types of things like uh urgent and don't forget (laughs) or uh date night or gym. I don't know. Is, I don't know if I'm going to use these. Or like these stickers, like check marks and Xs and
2: stuff. <laughs> they got everything. Wow. I I use the those. dollar sign one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: Um, and then, wait, I thought I had one more thing. Oh, yeah. The last thing for the January goal is gym four times a week. I'm, I'm going to F45 right now. So F45 four times a week in January. So we got sober, Groceries planner and F forty five.
1: That's a heck of a January right there.
0: Yeah, so it's going to be a a whole, um, you know, self improvement focused January and money saving January as well. Starting it, starting off the year right. But we'll see how long each one goes into February.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Are Are you? Is that? January going to be super thick in the planner, and then February a little less. And then Maybe. by the time June it's just like <laughs> this thing, you know, like be it's, I like it's, the weight of it though. I mean, huge. that thing is gonna, it's like a big invitation. It's like, Tom, come, come crack me open and take some notes. It is crazy. i this is the largest book I've owned in a while, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: like it's huge,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but yeah, no, I, I really like the That's daily awesome. task separation, um, because I want to. And, and it has the built-in check boxes for you to check off or use your stickers to check off
1: yeah nice man
0: so that's that's what I'm doing uh, Troy what about you for the the new year
2: yeah yeah well uh, to beat a dead horse I know I've been saying this one for a while but top priorities relocate kind of took some time away from the house search. Um, with the break and you know decompressed with the family, but gonna get back on that and uh, yeah, re- relocating up up to beautiful Los Angeles. Um, second thing is uh, launching my personal uh, portfolio website, kind of like essentially a landing page of just all the different projects I'm working on, what I'm doing, and a place I can send people if they want to collaborate work. I've had the domain for two years now, and the website has been. Um, in the works for a while now, but really want to button that up and get that thing live. Um, remembering to stay active, also, um, you know, working fully remote, it's so easy to just fall in the habit of just sitting down mm-hmm. all day and not doing much. And I really want to um, be more disciplined and you know, get out, go on runs in the morning. We're pretty good about go. We go on walks in the evening. Um, Usually a couple of days a week, but I want to start doing the two a days of so one in the morning, one at night. There's a, there's some stairs um, by my house. It's like a set of like 25 stairs. And for a while, I was going there every morning, like running up and down it. Um, it's a great workout, yeah. great cardio workout. So I got to get back to that. And then the last thing is finally finishing that uh drum and bass track. Oh time. yeah. Need to get that thing out. Yeah. We got to premiere that yeah. ASAP. It's been sitting on the we, shelf too long. We got it. We got it. I didn't up. even know what it's to do it. when he sent it back. I was like, there's,
0: there's so much. I don't even know how I can and go on from here.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I might have went a little too crazy, but <laughs> yeah, got to get that thing mastered and we got to, dib- we got to yeah, debut it. We debut.
0: I was, I've actually played two of my own tracks at the show this past week and they both hit nice in the club. So I felt, I felt pretty good about that. Nice man. And then after this, that's Troy it. and I are that's going awesome. for a house or like a bass house song. That's, that's what we got to do next.
2: Yeah. I'm super I, down for that. That base house is what I used to make back in the day. That was like what I started. I was surprised when you said that. I was like, damn, we gotta get gay back into that world.
0: Yeah. That's where I'm at right now. I, I used to-
1: Speaking of house house, yeah, whatever happened to that house in New York with the chain smokers? I lost it to this girl. Uh she she
0: made a good video though. Was she, it good? She was really the only other video that was a uh, good competition. She was already a touring drummer for a very well-known um, artist, and she definitely had like a more established career than me for sure, like times ten already. Yeah. But um, I don't know. That's just I thought my video was maybe a little better. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now I lost it. So She, good job to uh, her name's like Emsky or something. Good job, Emsky. You good job, me. Emsky. Were, were you? Were you like the second place runner-up? I, I have to assume so. They, they said, you know, we were the finalists, and then I, neither of us know who the other person was. I sent her a little, like, congrats message. She's like,
1: thank you so much. Oh, my God. That great. I was like, ah,
0: freaking Emsky.
1: Can I come that's, visit for a while?
0: I'm like, you better be successful.
1: Let's split it six months.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: give me half and half.
0: No. Nah, okay. uh, I think she already has uh, moved in.
1: Oh, really? Yeah
0: jelly that's crazy it's cool i that's did so uh cool. when i was beginning of december um was driving to the airport and i saw the building that it's in cool I was looking at it i was like damn looks nice it's in a nice harlem is up and coming these days harlem really yeah it's not as uh as rough as it used to be it's yeah. like new hip like uh growing area cool so that's where it is it's a brand new building in harlem Nice. Maybe if there's another contest next year, I will be in it. So. Dude, that was close, man. I know. Oh, it's close. Yeah, second. That's that really, cool, really cool. Though, still, Troy, you should have got your video in. Maybe I'm sure you would have been a finalist. The, honestly, I, not a lot of people <laughs> entered it. And most of the videos were just like someone on TikTok being like, hey, I want to win. <laughs> yeah. Like the, the oh other girl God. is the only one who did something, you know well-produced like like i did um maybe like one or two others but it was
2: not too much competition well good for her i'm uh, never gonna forget myself for missing that one good job emsky
1: nice cool um my my uh resolutions this year are probably just kind of old old ones that are coming back, things that I've been working on for a while. My, my, my ambition is always to make one decision to solve a hundred problems. A lot of times that's like getting comfortable with the thing that I really don't want to do and doing it first. There's a great podcast with, with Huberman and Goggins that came out, I think yesterday and uh, Huberman is making this kind of cool case about there's some aspect of our physiology that when we're doing things that we hate to do, And we do them anyway, um, whether that's sit-ups or whatever it is for you, like it creates some kind of like, it it creates like a a biological signature in our brain that if, if let's say it was sit-ups for me and I hate to do it and it's, but Tom actually likes sit-ups. And so the act of doing sit-ups doesn't create the same biological uh, signature. So basically the evidence is supporting that if like you're doing something that you don't want to do and you're doing it anyway, there's like a... uh, Constructive um, element in in your physiology, which I was like, you know, it's kind of intuitive for people that are that do hard things a lot because you yeah. you know that there's some kind of benefit there. Um, but I guess it just kind of underlined that point scientifically. But it's made me start to think about like, man, what are the things I'm really avoiding? That's the thing I need to be doing. So I'm gonna try and weave that into like. Uh, what what's going to be important for me? Like the coming into January, I've got some weight loss goals. I need to I need to drop thirty pounds for sure. Um, I've done it five or six times. It's hell. It sucks. I hate losing weight. Mm-hmm. I love gaining weight, but I've done it a million times, so I know what to do. So for me, I really got to make sure that wheat is out. Like wheat is is definitely out, and really going to curb the snacking. Uh, For me, my diet is, uh, I would say, 100% on point, and the workouts are 100% on point. The problem with me is late dinner, 11.30 dinner, and eating like 3,000 calories. Yeah. (laughs) I have issues with that, too. I eat a lot and not very (laughs) healthily. Late, you know. And I know that I just can't – I'm just – I. I, my willpower is very weak at about eleven o'clock. I can my brain will convince me of anything. Like, dude, you know what? You did sit-ups today, bro. You should probably have six sandwiches. That's you're, you. You deserve to sleep. You know you're going to sleep good if you do that. Yes. So I have to fool my brain, which is to like remove all this stuff from the house. But the problem is, is like I got all these other people that have needs for food, and they can eat anything and have apps, and it's not fair. So. Mm-hmm when I'm thinking about like how I'm going to game myself, it's like on one hand, I have this voracious appetite that will eat the muffins and cookies and chips, whatever. If it's there in front of me, I'm definitely going to eat it, and I'm definitely going to go back to that about four or five times in a row. But also at that same time, I'm I'm more lazy than I am hungry, which is to say I made a snack box, and I put it at the top of the stairs. My kids' rooms are upstairs, and it's probably, I would say – Nine steps up into this little hallway where I put all the snacks in a box up there. Mm-hmm. It's just far enough that, like, I go to the cabinet and I'm like, <laughs> and, and I'm like, oh yeah, I put all the snacks in the snack box upstairs. And literally, it's like nine steps up, but I'm like, nah, uh, I'm not going up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that laziness ends up helping me out. So I, I got the snack box up there, which is good. So that's out, and that feels good. Um, the other part is, is going to two a days. So in the mornings I'm lifting, you know, I started that at the beginning of last month, that's feeling good and doing yoga in the evening, some hot yoga. So when I'm thinking about my lifts, what I love to do is squats, deadlifts, bench press, uh, cleans, jerks, snatch. I like, I like only lifts. Um, but when I'm thinking about bringing out my Goggins, what do I really need to do? Pull-ups. You know, I feel like my grip strength and my pull-up game is soft right now. And, man, getting back into pull-ups is hard. That is not an easy exercise. So that's going to be my Mm -hmm. goals: pull-ups. The other thing I put in here is dharma, bringing the dharma back in. One thing that I really like to do is, like, go on long walks alone and do breathing breathing exercises and listen to dharma books. You know, I love, like, um, you know – Ajahn Shah is a fave of mine. I like uh, Chagam Trungpa Rinpoche, these folks. There's something like very soothing about people talking about meditating while you're meditating, while you're walking. Hmm. It's amazing. It's like, it, to me, it's like the biggest hack there is. Because if if you are, let's say, in some monastic life on the mountain, and you could you can sit and listen to this great, the, the greatest masters, let's say, that the world's ever produced contemporarily. You know, you can listen to them, but you can't listen to them while you're walking and breathing. You know, we have these like cool opportunities. So I am going to bring all these Dharma talks back and Dharma walks and, and carve out some, some specific time. This also kind of goes into what uh, Goggins was talking about a little bit in this Huberman interview where he's talking about all the different voices in your head. And he calls them demons because I'm assuming when you're running... 70 hours straight,
0: the voices in your head. Demons are coming through.
1: Yeah, they're demons in the way he sees them, but like every single person you meet in your own brain is like, dude, you should stop running. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, no, I need to run for 70 hours straight. So he has this very combative um, relationship with the voices in his head, which has brought him a lot of success. Um, but I, I I admire his relationship with his own head or own uh voices in his own brain and to me like speaking with them or i suppose just observing the different voices inside my own brain in a gentle way is like a little bit more helpful for me to to deal with them i I suppose once if i ever do want to run for 70 hours continuously then i'd bust out some goggins voices but like i don't think i ever want to do that i don't think that's in a (laughs) car Yeah, that's aggressive. It's aggressive. It's aggressive. Goggins is wild, man. Yeah. Have you uh, yeah. seen the guy? Troy,
0: maybe you've seen it. Um he's running the entire length of Africa.
1: Oh, I've seen some about that guy. He's I have not he's seen like, that, like
0: almost there. I think he's like three quarters of the way there. Um I'm looking at his most recent tweet. Uh Day he's that is on insane. He's almost to day two fifty. I think day December twenty sixth was um, day two forty seven, and he's he's averaging like what's fifty his name? to sixty kilometers a day.
1: God dang, that's a marathon a day, basically, right?
0: I think so. I don't know the exact conversion, but. Um, Man, if you see the map of his, like, trail, you have to catch one of his, like, Instagrams or, or TikToks or something. Um, it is crazy. He started down in, like, South is Africa. It, uh,
2: Russ Cook? Yes. Is that who it is?
0: Yes. That's Russ him. Cook, okay. And he's just, he's documenting everything. Like, he'll tell you about what issues are happening with his body and stuff. Oh. If you see how he looks right now, it's like, oh, my
1: God. He looks like Forrest Gump. For his gun, he's like emaciated and like the, the big beard, beard. Is like all like this, and he just <laughs> looks like he's been running. Uh,
0: um, that's insane. I'm just reading another tweet right now. Um, the Pan American Highway is network of roads stretching across America's and measuring about thirty thousand kilometers in total. Oh, I thought he was gonna say that he went this distance already, but he's, he just commented on that light work. <laughs> he's gone so far. Nice. Um I, I'm trying to find the total of how far he's gone so far. But yeah, he's raised 117,000 pounds for charity.
1: That's wild, man.
0: What's the total distance? Come on, man. Give us the give us the good stuff. I don't know. He's started in South Africa. He's now um over
1: near like the Ivory Coast. Uh He's gone like all the way up to the like where the, it starts coming out West. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That he's around there now where it's coming out West. Um, and then he's gonna, I think he's got to go around like the giant desert and like sand dunes and stuff. And he's, he's been, I've seen some of his posts where he's like, I gotta go this way to avoid some like conflict (laughs) stuff that's happening. Um,
2: that's it. But yeah, he's,
0: he's really, he's almost there. Uh, He's through more than I'd say two thirds of it, maybe three quarters. Wow! But yeah, talking about running a lot, this guy's been running.
1: Yeah, shout out to that guy, man. It's just, it, it really is the the potential that you have as a human being is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I ran two kilometers on the treadmill and I was like, I'm basically Goggins now. Yeah. <laughs> Two kilometers. I was fighting the demons in my head. Just yeah. keep going. <laughs> uh maybe
2: maybe I need to reevaluate my New Year's ambitions. Maybe I'm not doing enough because this is yeah, definitely topping anything. Imagine. Yeah.
1: Come on, Troy. You can't get your website launched. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's done like over 250
0: days. Imagine running for like basically a year. Oh he's gonna I bet he'll be done before a year because with how far he's gotten in this amount of time, I don't think it's going to take him another hundred days to finish,
1: but, uh, yeah, I I did. I saw him talking about it. Maybe it was a a Instagram post or something. And it was cool because he's, he's got like, he's very optimistic and like, he's having a good time, Mm -hmm. you know, it's obviously very grueling, but like, he's got a good spirit about him gotta be at some point that
0: running must not affect you like too much but i I remember seeing one where he said he had some like blisters and stuff yeah or there was one where he's having stomach problems from like water or whatever and imagine your water is hurting you and you're running that much
1: like well it's like goggins freaks me out so much because he's like i hate running i hate it every step i hate it and he does it like the same thing like a marathon a day yeah Limping, you know, with two busted knees and bad feet. You're like, dude, why? But asking the wrong questions. Shout out to that guy. Nice guys. Well, hey, happy New Year. Happy New Year. We're gonna fulfill our dreams. Troy's gonna find the most incredible spot in LA ever. Yes. Yeah, manifest. It's gonna happen. I know it's gonna happen. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. And
2: Ryan's gonna run the entire length of.
1: What? For I was gonna say the the Costco parking. Uh, yeah. lot. <laughs> Costco. Park, <yeah>. lot. <laughs> Go get some churros. A parking lot. <laughs> yeah. No, I. You know, I, I guess maybe I don't really have a a solid goal here as far as fitness goes. That's that's not good. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna say four hundred pound deadlift. I'm bringing that back. Wow. I was doing wow. reps with two twenty five, and it felt pretty heavy this morning. So. We're gonna we're gonna get oh, 400, uh, but it's gonna be a slow burn. We're gonna, I'm pushing towards like August September. We're gonna we're gonna try and get big. stack some weights up. That's big. Nice. We My main one out of the ones I said it's gonna be the
0: no gro- or groceries only. Yeah. January. That's hard. I didn't get to the grocery store yet, so I did have to get a breakfast burrito this morning. But starting <laughs> now. Because I will get to the grocery store by the next time I eat,
1: you know. And there, there's a way to ease into it because you th- you think like, okay, I'm gonna cook every meal, but it's like, dude, no, you're not. You're gonna. It takes a while to get to there. So you get like get make sure you have the backup pre made meals. Yeah, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm gonna have everything. I've got
0: some some like big meals planned, and I got my like daily lunches that are gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, easy breakfast. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's it. Cool. Well that's a wrap, ladies and gentlemen. Uh Troy, Tom, thank you very much. Olivia, I hope you're doing great. We miss you. We will see you in, in February. Um shout out to uh Samana, Samanafloat.com, schedule your float. Um and definitely go to Kitcaster.com forward slash Denver and please subscribe to the show on uh Spotify, on YouTube, and on Apple Podcasts. And that's a wrap. All right.